time for JB to share a McCafe coffee with someone, chatting about what's going on locally, nationally or internationally. Or something a little different. It's the McCafe coffee break. And from maths, Melinda and Leighton join me for a chat this morning. How are you guys? Hi, mate. How are you? We're good. Thanks for having us. No, my absolute pleasure. Thank you very much. Where, where am I chatting to you guys from? Brizzy. We're in Brizzy. Brisbane. I, I, at least we're on the same time zone now, which is good. I'm, I'm, not, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not chatting you at, at 6.30 uh, like no. I would have last week. <laughs> hey, guys, the roller coaster ride of maths over and done with. Uh, and, mm. and, and it must be crazy for you guys because you, you, you get to live it out twice. You get to do it for the filming and then you have to watch it back again. Um, what, yeah. A, a question for both of you guys. I mean, what was your favourite moment of maths? Looking back over that whole journey, what was your favourite part of it? Oh, gosh, that's a hard question. Favourite part. I have to say, um, I'm going to say meeting Melinda. No, you, you have to say that. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Nice, yeah. nice answer. And and Melinda, is it meeting Leighton or is that uh-huh. too, too cliche? I think we all saw that maybe that wasn't her favourite. <laughs> <laughs> I think... Oh, sorry, you go. There you go. <laughs> no, I was going to say, it's it's interesting because that, that's the, the thing I loved about uh, watching you guys across the 36 or 37 episodes of Maths um, mm. this season, it, it has been a really good, um, I guess, uh, example of keeping an open mind for finding someone mm. in, your, in your life. Is that a fair enough assumption to make? Yeah, I think so. I think you nailed it. Thank you very much. I should be an expert for the next year. <laughs> John... John doesn't come back. I might um I might sit on the couch. There's a, there's an excellent quote I've got here, Melinda, where you said uh, at the time that you first met Leighton at the end of the aisle, um you said he might be punching just a little. I would swipe <laughs> left. I'm a nine and a half on a bad day, and my usual type is more tall, dark, handsome, European, and chiselled. Which no offence, Leighton, but you you kind of don't match that. Uh, that. Thank you, mate. Some <laughs> more, hey. more. Dark hair. <laughs> yeah, dark hair. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's all, it's all right. I don't I don't match that description either. Um. So that that's that's the thing. That's the type of person you were going on the show to find. And did did you find that sort of difficult? I guess, um, Melinda, to kind of keep an open mind through the whole experiment and go. I'm I'm wondering where this is going to go. I think in the beginning it was difficult for me. It's not that I have like this set type and no one else can come in. It's mm. more you do this application process for five months. So yeah. all these questions are constantly asked and you've got to actually sit there and go, okay, well, what's my type? Like, mm. what's this? And you start to get asked all these questions that makes you really sit there and analyze what have I been waiting so long for and what does this guy look like? So um, that's, that's kind of in your head when you first go in and, it's, uh, most of the time, you know, you're probably not going to get that exact image. Mm-hmm. And so you, you sign up for, for it. You promise yourself you're going to have an open mind. So, you know, um, you've got to, you've got to do the experiment. You've got to do the challenges. You've got to like trust the process. Mm. So I think I just really went, you know what? I'm really out my comfort zone in this as we all are. Yeah. It's out of my control. I'm just going to let this experiment take over. 
Do you think enough other couples on the show, hard to speak for them, of course, but do you think some of the other couples on the show maybe didn't have that mindset and maybe didn't give it a good chance? Easily, yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Like, even from, like, week one for me, like, even at the honeymoon, I was, you know, I was still not feeling it, but I was trying. Like, I was waking up every single day and I was getting upset with myself some days of, like, why can't I get this? spark that I'm looking for like this guy's great he's great on paper like he's everything I've asked for so what's going on here you know so I had to like put in the work and like put in the work and we put in the work the the entire time but you know you you would see couples give up in you know week two or three or um be in separate apartments for three quarters of the experiment like there was no like that fight that we had I guess so maybe things could have been different for everyone else but um, there were other couples that, you know, did give it a good crack, though. It was just a few that yeah. maybe could have given it a bit of a better crack. Yeah, you just never know where things, uh, you know, how different the outcome might have been if they had maybe given it a little bit more open-mindedness or maybe another week in there or maybe not split yeah. up and gone to separate some apartments. Of the couples, like, in the beginning, I remember walking into the first dinner party and thinking, Oh my gosh! Everyone's like a perfect match here. Like everyone's so happy. Yeah. They're they're so well matched. Yeah. There was no one that I was like, oh, that's a bit weird, you know. So I thought, oh, everyone, everyone's going to make it to the end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> any any sort of um um any any sort of low points? Any any arguments you two had that you wish you maybe had um, tackled it a different way? Uh, I think. Um, there's probably too many to count. <laughs> I, think, I think the fight before, the cupboard door fight before the kayaking, yeah. I, you know, I'm, and you didn't see us go kayaking or anything, like, you know, maybe, we, we actually did go kayaking, by the way, I don't know if I can say that, but um, oh. we actually did, it was just four hours late. <laughs> it was four hours late, so we only had twenty minutes, and I think the sun was down, and we were not talking to each other. And <laughs> I don't that, think there was much footage there. No, but, um, made it on I the cutting thinking, room floor. <laughs> I would wrap that fight up and be kayaking for four hours. Absolutely, and <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's all right. My, I, I still remember to this day. Me and my partner's very first argument we ever had was over the length of kitchen rods in Bunnings. <laughs> Um, like 15 years ago, and I still forever that is held against me still to this day that we argued about the length. Of, and of course, lo and behold, my partner was right. Of course, wasn't she? Um, I thought the girl's the, always right. That's it. I thought the kitchen. I thought the uh, the the curtain rod was going to be too long for the window, and I argued with her, and she won the argument, bought the kitchen rods, and of course she was right. So um, you should know that in every relationship, there's always one person that's right, and the other person's a husband. <laughs> Nailed it, Leighton. For Leighton to um, practice what he preaches. (laughs) So, so how's it been out of the experiment now that it's over and done with? How how has it been? Yes, um, being out of the experiment's great. I mean, it it gives you an opportunity to to really just focus on your relationship and and get to know one another outside of all the rubbish and outside of all the noise, you know, and that's awesome. So, like you know, once once filming wrap. Mel and I were able to start travelling. You know, we've, we've done a couple of awesome trips together and I yeah. think we've gotten to know each other in a different way that we didn't get to do in the experiment. Yeah, but, like, it, it's weird. You get out the experiment, right, and you think, okay, everything's fast-tracked. We've been living together. Like, everything's going to be fast-tracked. But you get out and it's like being reborn. Like, you're just 
two little babies again. <laughs> like you just met for the first time, you've got to figure it out. Okay, how many times do you text? What do you say? Do you have banter? What's you know? Yes. Are you are you going to call me or FaceTime me? Like you know all of that. So it it's it's so bizarre. And then when you actually watch it back and it airs. <laughs> will you get put straight back into the experiment? You're yeah. reliving it, you're feeling it, you're thinking it. So we just did it all over again. Yes. So it's really been a lot. Yeah, I can imagine. That's right. Have you? And and of course, on top of that, once you're out of the experiment, and I imagine now there's also that that after interest in the whole thing. With you know, do you get do you get people following you you around? Do you get the paparazzi, uh, you know, stalking you? Um, you definitely get a few stalkers. Yeah. You get a lot of people. Like, I have to leave. A, I walk to work, right? Yeah. It's down the road. And I actually put an extra 10 minutes on my trip because I do get stopped along the way through, like, a little mall. Oh, okay. Um, I get stopped along the way. So, But everyone's so beautiful. They're, like, really invested in the show. They love it. Like, yeah. There's no, you know, no one throwing tomatoes at me, which I was, you know, expecting when I signed up. So, <laughs> I think... <laughs> you know, That's good. It's, it's the price you got to... <laughs> But yeah, no. So it's it's actually um, it's it's nice. It's not too overwhelming. But yeah, you get your little snaky paps around. <laughs> yes, of course. Leighton, how are you finding the adjustment? Um, pretty good. I like to try to keep a bit of a low profile. Yeah. So like it's um, you know, I, I let Mel do all the talking. No, that's not true. <laughs> I'm away from the cameras. Like, okay, that's enough, Leighton. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll let Mel do all the talking like a like a um a perfect other half. Nice answer. Yeah, like, like a married couple arguing about kicking rods. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Well, hey guys, awesome to chat. Thank you so much for your time. All the best for your future together, and thank you so much for your insights into maths this season. Thanks, mate. Appreciate Thanks so much. Want to hear your favourite song on the radio? And art is on the move. That's all coming up with Lena in our local newsroom at 8.30 here at 92.9. Of course, happy Easter. Good Friday. With, or hopefully all of you have off on Friday. And, of course, all the Easter eggs out on Easter Sunday. Although I know you're munching them all on now. Um, what, what, what are your thoughts on Cadbury cream eggs? I remember when I was a kid growing up, and I think Cadbury cream eggs are kind of like the, the, the number one thing of a chocolate that doesn't taste the same as it used to. I remember when I was a kid, they the the fondant inside used to be really, really, really gooey and creamy and it actually tasted sort of caramelly and the chocolate was beautiful and sweet. Now, I've had a Cadbury cream egg the last five or ten years and the fondant's all gross and tasteless and the chocolate's overly sweet. The fondant's overly sweet. It's probably my taste buds getting old. I know you want to say that, Lena, and you can. Yeah, you, can call me old. you can call me old. You can call me old. It's all right. Look. Um, but they, they don't taste like they used to. But then have they always been gross and overrated? Or is that just I've, me getting old and curmudgeoned? I've always thought they were ri- too rich for me. Too rich? I was telling you off air before. Yeah. You know that feeling you get in the back yes. of your throat when you eat something too rich and yeah. it's so yuck? Yeah. yeah. I get that every time I eat one. Yeah. But my mum used to only bring them home at Easter. Yes. Because um, I'm pretty sure you can still get them outside of Easter. Can you? I don't think no, so. No, nah, nah, oh. nah. Well, anyway, maybe maybe they just go on sale really early before you stop. But, oh, um, they do that <laughs> like Boxing Day. You can yeah. get Cadbury anyway, Green eggs. Yeah, mummy's bring them home, but ugh, no, no, I, not I wouldn't buy them of my own accord. 
Um, although I did mention to you off air though that this year, if if you want the best, but th they still don't taste the same as what they used to. But if you if the richness is too mm. much for you, they are doing the Cadbury cream eggs now in a chocolate, chocolate block, block where inside each little square of chocolate you get mm. a little pop. I don't know. Maybe I'll just cream maybe. egg. Nah, I don't think I will. Don't think I'll spend my money on that. Nah? Nah. What's your favourite Easter egg? We're going to chat about this later on in the mm. week, but give us a little preview now of your all-time greatest Easter chocolate. What do you go... I'm putting it's you on It's not this. really Easter, oh, but yeah, um, right. Ferrero Rocher in the oh. egg. Yeah, I okay. love Ferrero Rocher. So good. Yeah, cool. But if you're dairy-free, mm -hmm. um, Woolies is now selling um, Panna organic oh, yes. Easter eggs. They're flat. They're not yes. eggs, but they're shaped like an egg. And I did have some yesterday and it was very yummy. Yeah. But they cost an arm and a bloody leg. Yes. I'm yes. with you there. But no, yes. it is it is good chocolate. Yes. If you can remortgage the home, Because that's the only chocolate I can eat delicious. right now. But if you're going to talk traditional chocolate, absolutely forever share. Yeah. And the big egg that you can like crack. Oh, so good. David on our Facebook page says, the bigger question is, JB, what happens to all the Easter eggs the supermarkets don't sell? I've always thought about that too. They just mark them down and sell them cheap. Like the week after, like Easter Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday. Do they? Do they? Yeah, it's all half price. It's the same as like Christmas really? time. Yeah, all the wrapping paper and all the Christmas stuff. Or, or, <laughs> or dare I say, it, Valentine's <laughs> Day, all the boxes of chocolates and flowers on mm. Feb 15, out the door, dirt cheap. Same with Easter. Go there Easter Monday mm. and... The aforementioned Cadbury cream eggs will be down to like mm. 25 cents down from a dollar because they just clear them out. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm keen for hot cross buns. They're my favourite. they got to clear them out. Otherwise, they can't sell them next year. They'd be all white and flaky. Well, no, gross, but like, I, think, I think maybe what that um, text was talking about was um, do they chuck them out? No. Can't throw out chocolate. Unless it's our chocolates in our in yeah. our Easter egg shake-up <laughs> jar. They were pretty good. Then gross. throw them. They were vile. Yeah, they tasted like cheap plastic. Oh, <laughs> disgusting. Hey, here's a new one from Ed Sheeran. This is Eyes Closed here at 92.9. JB for breakfast. Thanks, Country Auto's GWM Havel.